0: With Mr. Joseph Kent, who's running in Washington's third congressional district, and um, so I, I put up our last episode. I think it was five eleven, five twelve, and uh, you. This is the first time this has ever happened. YouTube suspended me for uploading the episode, but didn't take down the episode. So that's a first. But uh, mm. hey, you are wear that with as a badge of pride because uh, it was taken down for discussing election fraud and quote medical misinformation oh. that contradicts the world health organization so you know you nice. are you are now literally hitler and i'm sorry to be the one to inform you of that <laughs> but, um, man yeah it's insurrectionists. i know I, it's just you know what i'll we'll both have fun in the gulag we'll be bunk mates for all for all the new listeners who didn't listen to the last episode uh please introduce yourself man
1: Yeah, Joe Kent running for Congress in Washington's third congressional district um, against Jamie O'Hara Butler. She's one of the 10 Republicans that voted for impeachment of President Trump. But long before that, she was a pretty terrible Republican as well, voted to stop the construction of the southern border wall, voted for Obamacare. Voted to continue our, uh, our endless wars, leave our troops in Syria and Afghanistan. The list goes on. Uh, for the two years that we had control of the House and the Senate, she did nothing but obstruct uh, President Trump. Near and dear to us out here in the 3rd Congressional District is the Antifa and BLM issue. We're right between Portland and Seattle for folks that aren't uh, familiar with the region. So when BLM and Antifa last summer in particular were marching through our district, Uh, Jamie Harry Butler said nothing until it was time to cross the aisles and vote with the Democrats to stop President Trump from deploying the National Guard to help quell some of that violence. So the the straw that broke the camel's back really was her her vote for the impeachment of President Trump. Um, I served for a little bit over 20 years in the military, all in special operations, did 11 combat deployments, after that, went into the CIA briefly as a paramilitary operations officer, had intended to stay like uh, in that capacity serving our country. I felt that we needed good people that could speak truth to power, uh, fulfilling those roles. That was until about two years ago when my late wife, who was also in the military, also in special operations, was killed uh, fighting ISIS in Syria. And she was killed about a month after Trump attempted to get her troops out the first time. So had uh, President Trump's orders been followed, my wife and three other great Americans who lost their lives that day, would be alive. Um, they're not because the deep state, Secretary of Defense Mattis, and many other unelected bureaucrats went against the will of a duly elected president, went against the will of the American people to leave our troops in Syria. So to me, I had seen behind the curtain, I'd seen the fact that our permanent ruling class, especially the permanent administrative state in our government, really doesn't have the best interest of the American people. In mind, That's why I wanted to stay on the inside and fight that. But after my wife was killed, I had to step away from uh, putting my life in danger because we had two young sons. But I started speaking out on behalf of President Trump's foreign policy. Um, was going to go back and work in a second Trump administration. At the same time, I moved back here to the Pacific Northwest, where I'm originally from, as the, the region was really imploding uh, due to the Antifa violence and all that. Um, and then the election was basically stolen and now we're probably kicked off YouTube again. But when the election was, when the election fraud happened, I knew I wanted to do something to get back into the, the fight against everything that was happening here in America. Uh, and then Jamie or her voted for impeachment. So that was, to me, that was a call to action. It was like, I can sit here and watch our country get taken from us or I can actually get in the fight and do something positive. Because really at the end of the day, this is for my sons because they lost their mother when uh, they were very young. And I'm going to have to look them in the eyes and explain to them that this is the country that she gave her life for. And right now, the Condition we're in that. I can't do that. So. So here I am fighting
0: to get into Congress and to try and make a difference. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I was watching an interview with you and I remember I think the line you said was, uh, I don't want to have to look my son's in the eye one day and say, hey, sorry, I was doing something else. I was I was busy. Yeah, I was yeah, busy. Yeah, <laughs> you Brian, know, schedules get we, crazy. Communist we, party. Takes we we, uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get a good deal. I mean, there's a lot of folks, I think, that get into Congress because they like the power. Like, there's a good benefits package and money and all that. But, like, I, I'm i not rich, but I'm financially stable. I got a decent job right now in the private sector. You know, I have every reason to not want to do anything um and, and honestly like i don't it'd be much easier just to stay out in the woods and be like yep crazy world out there man yeah. I'm, I'm done with it but i have kids who are going to enter the world and I, I can't hand the country over to them because this isn't the country that i had this isn't the country that i grew up in this is something completely different so for for those reasons that's why i have to have to do something because i'm not going to explain to my kids that like yeah i did my time in the war but after that i was just kind of i was done been contributing so yeah it, yeah it, <laughs> it, it, <laughs> i was busy
0: yeah I mean, I'm 30. Yeah. I don't have a wife. I don't have kids, and I have no plans to do that anytime soon. And even I have a little part of me was like, man, I just want to. I just want to build the podcast, and then I'll just go build some compound in the woods in New Hampshire and lock and load, get a water supply, and be like, well, you know, I wish the best of you. But you know, it makes me think. And already, this podcast is going off in a million di- different directions. Reminds me of the Bhagavad Gita, that <laughs> ancient uh, Buddhist or Hindu text or whatever it is. And it's the soldier. I don't remember the soldier's name. The main character. He's leaving the battlefield and he's soaking off into the woods. And I think it's like Vishnu or whoever it is, the God of death comes down and says, fight. You have to rise to the fight. He goes, that's what you're here for. That's what this whole thing in reality and life in the universe, he goes, it's here for you to fight. He goes, if I wanted you to go skulk off into the forest, I would have made you like some hobbit dwarf that lived in the forest. But he's like, I made you like a, a tall, handsome sword wielding guy. He was like, go back to the battlefield and whether you live or die, you still win. But, there is something to be said about that, and it's you can't. I've had on here Dale Comstock, who was CIA paramilitary, was in Delta Force, I think the youngest ever member of Delta Force, and he flew back. He lives in Bali. He trains dogs for the the I guess Bali government to drug sniffing and Taliban and shit. He flew back here to quote, uh, "I came here to vote for the election, and then the ensuing civil war because I have sons and, and daughters here," but and. You're right. We are going to be kicked off YouTube again, which doesn't matter. You're you're in good. I had on the main purpose of this because I don't want to rehash everything we talked about last time, because I have you for a limited amount of time. Uh, Just two days ago, I talked to Dr. George Fareed, who's 76 and still uh, he's still practicing medicine. Harvard trained, graduated Harvard Medical School in 1970, trained at UCLA, and um, he has been using an... For everybody listening, Mr. Kent nor myself are medical doctors. You can go back and look at uh, the episode with George Freed two days ago and watch it. He has been using things like ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine to fight COVID. Again, you're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor. I'm not here to make arguments about what is the treatment. I'm never going to do that because I'm not a medical professional. He made those. He has been censored just about an hour ago. He emailed me. He has now been permanently removed from YouTube for medical misinformation. I uh I got I got messages after having on Dr. Malone, the inventor of the mRNA vaccine, who has been yeah. disappeared from Wikipedia, 1984, the co-founder of Wikipedia says it's been completely compromised and now I am serving my fourth suspension and most recently for having on Mr. Joe Kent, which I'll do it again, I don't give a shit. But the the purpose of all of that is up until this point, it's been it's a private company. I hate it, but it's a private company. Two weeks uh-huh. ago, the Biden administration, Saki saying or Psaki saying that they're monitoring text messages, and now with mandating COVID vaccines, I'm am re- running my mouth. But the entire purpose for this episode was, I mean, the first things we talked about is right. You got to deal with the stolen election, and you got to steal, and you got to deal with the roving bands of leftist paramilitary. Uh, I guess I don't know. But the new thing is. you cannot question covid you will be systematically removed from it the white house is allegedly involved in that they're now mandating a vaccine that has not been federally approved and that dr peter mccullough said every year the united states gives out 500 million assorted vaccines to its citizens everything under the sun and there's about 125 deaths annually we've given about one-fifth as many vaccines for covid and as of today Thursday, July 29th, 2021, there's been 11,401 deaths, not including 1,073 miscarriages. And they want to mandate that now, and that is a direct violation of the Nuremberg Code. Now, I've run my mouth for five minutes without letting you take a breath. What can you do? What do you plan to do? And if it's too new for you to have a formulated plan, what at least can you do to get the ball rolling to fight this systematic—it's communism. It's a communist takeover, is what it is. Mm.
1: Something a big thing, other than the other priorities we talked about, the election, adjudication and all that, is bringing the national security state to heel. Like right now, the we've seen intelligence be weaponized against the last administration, ruin the lives of many people, and then the January sixth insurrection that we we spoke about, the insurrection narrative. Where now we have two hundred plus Americans who have been held without any form of due process whatsoever, completely unconstitutional. Um, they're they're being held in violation of their rights, and then we also have. Again, the narrative of January 6th being completely concealed from the American people and it's being used to justify further expansions of the government power. And there's a hybrid there. And I think we saw a lot of that come to light today. So today, Nancy Pelosi said in the Capitol and on the Capitol offices, they were gonna start arresting congressional staffers that weren't wearing masks. Completely and totally an overstep of her power. She's gonna use the Capitol Police to do it. Now, mind you, the Capitol Police are the same folks who don't wear body cameras. The Capitol Police officer is the one that shot Ashley Bobbitt. Capitol Police officers aren't subject to Freedom of Information uh, Act requests from the media. So we're taking pretty much our most shadowy, non-transparent federal law enforcement win. We're going to use them to arrest staffers that are not wearing masks. Now, she says she won't go.
0: If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care
1: but she'll subject them to fines or other sort of like congressional slaps on the wrist, really, because she she hasn't conditioned the American people enough yet to go and arrest members of Congress. But I feel that's coming next, especially the loudest members of Congress who stand in her way. So we, what we've seen recently is the government go from uh, during the Obama administration using high-end intelligence to go after their political adversaries, steal dossier, et cetera, all the way to— the January 6th thing where we took a riot. They either never let a crisis go to waste and they're using that narrative or... What it, what's looking more and more likely every day is that there was a good deal of law enforcement and intelligence community, informants, assets, sources, whatever you want to call them, that were part of the planning because still, look, we haven't, no one who planned the riot on January 6th has been charged with anything yet. We know who some of these people are. We know some of the militia leaders, um, that they actually were planning different assaults. They were directing traffic as to where people should go on January 6th, for the folks that actually, got ru- that actually got violent that day. Um, but they haven't been charged. That really leads us to believe that there was some form of an informant operation, intelligence operation going on there. If there wasn't and we're wrong, then just declassify it and show us all right now. Same thing with all the footage from January 6th, just show it to us right now. But what we have is we have this hybrid of the state now using all of this and COVID to justify the use of force, the use of law enforcement against otherwise law abiding citizens completely outside the scope of our normal due process. And then what you mentioned with Jen Psaki saying like, oh yeah, so us and Facebook teamed up, no big deal. We're just gonna start reading all your social media. Um, we're gonna read your text messages too. If we want, we'll de-platform you. And then Joe Biden later on that day, when he's asked about it, he comes over and answers unscripted and says, look, We have to do this because they're killing people. So when someone with that much power says that somebody else is killing people, he then has the onus to go stop those people, to use force against those people who are killing people. So there's a ton of conditioning going on right now. We're pretty much being conditioned by the media that these Trump supporters, these insurrectionists, these non-vaxxers, that they're responsible for an insurrection, they're responsible for the spread of this deadly disease – And so now we can start taking force against them and starting today on the the Capitol. So to to push back against all that, I really think we have to bring the national security state really to heel. We have to expose everything about January 6th, expose everything about the unconstitutional targeting of the Trump administration with Crossfire Hurricane, even going back before that, everything the Obama administration was doing, spying on members of Congress, uh, allowing the CIA to do that when there was the uh, waterboarding hearings going on. I think we basically need a church committee 2.0 that really reigns in the abuses of the DOJ, reigns in the abuses of the NSA and the CIA. Um, and we just have to start saying that we're not going to take this. I, I think we have to pass laws that say it's unconstitutional for the president or governors to mandate masks at this point uh, and to mandate vaccines. Breaking up big tech is gonna be key because everything that the government can't do through traditional government power, they're going to do through big tech. Big tech will be the vehicle to track us, or will be the vehicle to ostracize, deplatform, um, platform people who uh, dissent from the regime. And, and again, with the vaccines, the vaccines have the risks we know that you've outlined them you've had experts on to me that the thing with the vaccines is it's such a key piece of data if you choose to take the vaccine or you don't and the government knows your choice that piece of data right there tells them exactly will you do what the regime says or will you not you don't really need to know a political affiliation but are you compliant you may hate it but you're like oh fine i'll get the shot that tells that tells the government great i don't have to worry about that guy I want to know who, who are the people that said they wouldn't get the vaccine. That's what I want. If I'm trying to control the population, that's key data that I want to know. So I also want to make it absolutely impossible or illegal for us to have any form of a vaccine passport here through the government or through big tech.
0: Absolutely. And it was, yeah, I mean, a lot to unpack right there. And you're absolutely right. It's who will take the vaccine. And listen, I'm as as I've disclosed on this podcast before, I love conspiracies a million percent. They're my, they're my guilty pleasure. I don't, I don't watch movies. I don't read fiction. I love conspiracies. But I am also very aware that they're conspiracy. I had on Charlie Duke Who Walked on the Moon, and that was one of my favorite podcasts ever. But it was also heartbreaking because now I can't have moon conspiracies anymore. So I say all that to say this. I don't, I don't think there's – I know, right? You win some, you lose some. I don't think there's some – I don't think there's some depopulation plan with the vaccine cuz hey look if you want to, to plug another guest of mine Dr. Ken Albeck first deputy director of the Soviet bioweapon uh, program which they said wasn't happening until he defected to the United States in 1992 and said that they were tipping ICBMs with like Ebola and then smallpox and shit There are easier ways to depopulate the world I mean if uh, first and foremost thermonuclear weapons second of all I mean anything you want, like aerosolized Ebola. So I, I don't believe in any of that. I, I think what it really is, is I think it's a money grab. I think they're using, using this, but I also think that there is uh, what Brett Weinstein calls an emergent phenomena. And I think you hit the nail on the head. Who's going to take it. Who it doesn't matter. Democrat, Republican, who's taking it. Who's not, who's putting the mask on. Who's not, it's who, who's going to do this. Who's going to not do this. Who's going to, you know, be okay with posting misinformation. I mean, we see Facebook right now, uh, I haven't seen it, which just tells me that it's directed at me. If you get on Facebook, it's uh, it'll come up when you visit certain people's profiles. Uh, do you think this person's at risk of being extremist? Would you like to report them? Okay, That's great. a real thing going on right now. A real thing, yeah. And again, yeah. as much as I hate it, I would always make the argument these are private companies. But as we've now seen, admitted at a press conference that uh, the White House is working – with these companies to do this, that is, so the last time we spoke, you know, I was bringing up section Two Thirty, and you're like, I don't even want to get marred in like the semantics of that. You were like, let's break it up for a monopoly reason. You're like, that's just, that's the kill. I mean, that's obviously you're the commando. And I'm not, you're like, fuck all this, like foreplay. Let's go for the jugular. Just take it down. Well, yeah. yeah, Well to me, they've handed one, even more, they've even handed a better target right on a platter. It is now direct. It's no longer private. It is. They're putting, as you know, It's you know it's under Title fifty you know it's it's the hidden hand tertiary optimo if you or Optia, if you you know, want to do something that's not diplomacy and war and it's the extension of politics well there's the there's the third option Title fifty they're doing that with big tech and it is it's not about a virus with a ninety nine point seven percent survival rate if the, hey if they were so obsessed with our health they would have banned cigarettes they would have banned fast cars McDonald's wouldn't be allowed to operate in the United States. Which is why America's great is because you can do those things. This has nothing to do with health. It has everything to do with compliance and control. And mm-hmm. the vaccine passports, you're seeing it in France and you're seeing it in, what, Ireland and England, how much they're riding against this. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone knows where this goes. Everyone knows exactly yeah. where this goes. They your papers. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what it yeah. is. And if we give up that, then you are now – Sub uh, subjugating your individual rights where you can go in society to the whims of these trillion-dollar corporations that decide whether or not you need another stamp on your passport. Did you... Joe, you uh-huh. got the first two shots. Did Did you get the third shot? Why did it's you get amazing. the third shot? Yeah, I don't know. Your kids can't go to school anymore. That is coercion. That is a direct violation yeah. of the Nuremberg Code. Yeah. What What can you do to, to fight against that? Because that seems to be... I mean, in addition to the the theft of the election by YouTube, it also seems to be the installation of vaccine passports. We're seeing it with Nancy Pelosi right now. We're seeing it with uh, it's how how big tech's knocking people off. They can't take me down for being a white American. Not yet. They can't take me down for being a white, blue-eyed, American-loving male. But they can take me down for interviewing a doctor that says, hey, you know, I invented this technology, and I don't think it's that safe. They're using it to, like Title 50 work around what they can and can't do. How can you fight against that? And I know again I'm throwing all these massive questions on your shoulders, but...
1: I mean right now I think we just have to get as loud as possible, share it with people, let people know that like look man, we all when when covid started, I think a lot of us engaged in really good faith. We were like hey man, this is this is scary. We don't know what's going to happen. So we did give the government different we gave the government probably way more credit than we should have given them. We gave them way more control over our lives than we should have. And we should all see that by now. So initially, yeah, two weeks to flatten the curve. Let's close our businesses down. Let's wear masks. We, we all did it to varying degrees. I know some people, like, right after the two weeks to flatten the curve were like, this is all BS. And those people were – they had a lot of great foresight, you know. Um I, I was willing to allow the government to have some more control because it was a scary virus, you know. But the more data that we learned, we now, we can now see you can't even, I, I don't even like having the scientific arguments of people anymore because it's so blatant. It's like, dude, this is not, this has nothing to do with science. It hasn't anything to do with science now, probably for well over a year. We can just see that they're never going to give control back. So between now and the time we get to vote again, we need to be pushing back. I, I've been really inspired by going to school board meetings. So the way they're wanting to put the masks on the kids, uh, CRT is another big thing. That's kind of a different topic, but it is kind of all about control. But it's, the masking issue has become very hot button, and there's a huge awakening, I think, with parents, who most of whom I'm guessing were never really political. They were probably just people living their lives, getting their kids to school, you know, trying to go to work. They wanted the pandemic to be over, so they listened to the government. But now their kids, have they were forced to go to school, they had half of a school year taken away from them in 2020. This whole last school year their kids had to be essentially muzzled that's had horrible effects on the kids and now they're just saying hey like we're not doing this anymore we know that you're messing with us why are others why why is florida texas all these other states why are they taking their mask off but here in washington state you're saying our kids have to continue to wear masks. And then you're also saying they have to get vaccinated. We're trying to vaccinate kids here in Washington state. So I I think the local grassroots activism of just rejecting that at the school boards, we have um, elections coming up in 21 that are school boards, uh, fire boards, all all the type of nonpartisan elections, mayor, city council, all that going on. I I think going and really grilling those candidates and like, hey, are you going to enforce this stuff? Because at the end of the day, the federal government and these governors can, they can come up with all these edicts they want. Biden can tweet that, hey, put your mask back on or get the vax. Uh, our governor here, Jay Inslee, he's like the Cuomo of the West, I call him. He's just as bad. He does this stuff all the time where he's like, no, we're going to lock the schools back down. I want vaccine clinics in the schools. You know, if if there's no local enforcement of that, it's really just him tweeting into the into the internet, yeah. you know? So we need people on every level to stand up because courage is, courage is contagious. And if all of us reject this and we start telling our friends and our neighbors, hey, guys, this isn't some crazy conspiracy theory. Like, there's data behind this, like the the science for the COVID stuff is out the window. But if you look at uh, authoritarian regimes and the way they gain control and the way they other people and the way they start turning the tools of the state against your average citizen, this is exactly what we're seeing right here. You don't have to like Trump. You can think that the last election was the most legitimate thing ever. That's fine. That's not even what this is about. This is about like control and our daily freedoms. And you can say orange man bad all day long. Like, just take all that out of it. And I think and fight, fight at the local levels, but then 22, if you believe in like the America First agenda and you believe that we have to stop from the federal level what's going on. And I believe that too, then you have to get out there and fight like crazy for America First candidates because we have to take the House and the Senate back. And, you know, I, I obviously want to be able to prove the election fraud, impeach Joe Biden, all those big goals, but it starts with us just taking the House and the Senate back because then we'll have at least given ourselves. I don't know if we've leveled the playing field because the media and big tech and all that's still against us, but we'll have a fighting chance to take our country back. Yeah, I wish there was a great solution. I wish I could say, hey, if we did this one easy thing, we would all in, but there's yeah, no – Some
0: clickbait title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're so,
1: we're so far behind the, the curve right now. You yeah. Know? It's, it's just hard.
0: Yeah, but it's also – and it's as I say when I get suspended by this, it's also – it's what it is. Like we can sit here and say, "Well, I wish they didn't have the media, and I wish that it's what it is, and we're right here, right I mean, now. So let's I'm deal with it. what's in front of us." I'm really tired. Take the riddle and take the Red Bull. You got a test today. Just fuck off and do it. I'm sorry. It's just. It's also it what's. It's, it's, yeah, it's also what's in front of us. Um, and what I, you know, I showed, I showed a uh, last episode to my cousins who now I've. I mean, you now for better or worse, you now have a rabid fan base of supporters in my immediate family. But right. they, they, they started hunting down your Twitter and posting and sending stuff to me and they love it, is um, I kind of want to shift this. I wasn't planning on this, but I kind of want to shift it towards there should be an outright... I mean, right, you go back to Yuri Bezmanov or you go back to McCarthy, who now has been, I think, completely vindicated. But your tweet about seize all seize all Chinese-owned land in the United States. Can you go into that more? Because I, I, I'm 100% behind that. They are, they are waging an unconventional warfare. We know that they are. They're doing it in any ways they can. Do you think that that should happen? And also... Does there need to be a complete breakdown of, is there, is there investments? Not even some shadowy, are they doing, I mean, are there disclosable investments in CNN or Warner Brothers, or are they in the News Corp? Are they in these things? Because as Yuri Besmanov said, who elected these people, right? If, if we bought Russia Today news, there would be a little problem with that in Russia to be like, well, hold, hold on that, the the, the the articles are coming from Langley they'd be like hold on this isn't yeah.
1: Yeah. voice of america
0: yeah exactly yeah we i mean we know that uh legacy yeah. of ashes I... the history of the cia sorry i mean the whole thing was setting up voices of america radio free america all throughout europe that's
1: how we fought yeah. them i think the biggest issue really i mean i talk about the chinese communist party a lot because i think it's very important but the biggest issue with the chinese communist party isn't the CCP? It's that our elites are not loyal to America. All of them are like fully recruited Chinese communists that are over there like saluting the flag of Mao, but they don't have the best interest of the country in mind. Most of them believe that they are smarter and more sophisticated than your average American, and that really the American worker should just be, you know, a cog in their wheel. And so therefore they love the aspect of free cheap slave labor from China, and they're basically willing to sell our country down the river at our expense to benefit themselves, which ultimately the Chinese Communist Party has been able to really uh, benefit from via capturing our elites. And, and what's one, one component of that is the way that we have allowed the Chinese Communist Party or their agents to buy up land. I don't know why we're I don't know what serious country lets foreigners come in and buy up large swaths of land you know, like I'm sure it just started out where they bought some houses for some of their diplomats and then a couple businesses wanted to buy some houses. Next, thing you know, they're buying up large chunks, acres and acres of land. They're buying up land that could be used for food production. They're buying up land that has water on it, that has, you know, wells um, and potentially even natural resources like fossil fuels, like oil and all that. Um, what Um, I, I just don't know what serious country allows that to happen. And, and I do believe We should seize it as a matter of sovereignty um, with a country that we don't have a lot of, um, I'd say, bad blood with. Maybe we'd reimburse them for that, but the Chinese Communist Party sent COVID over here. Whether they meant to do it or not, I don't know. Either way, they, they lied about it. They sent it over here. They lied about it. They spent a good deal of time hoovering up the world's PPE so they could sell it back to us and make money off of it. I think... Bare minimum is we seize all their U.S.-held assets with their land. I, I mean, I want to go full – I, I want to get aggressive with it and kick them out of the capital markets of America. Anything that that touches the Chinese Communist Party, sorry, like, you're done. We are going to seize those assets. Those are ours. You at least – the Chinese Communist Party at least owes us that for the damage they did to the country uh, during the COVID pandemic uh, alone. But we have to have na- natural or, uh, sorry, national sovereignty. Like, we have to have borders – we have to strictly enforce those borders. We have to control who comes in here. And we have to make sure that these massive business centers support our people. If it's a foreign entity and it's only a benefiting one or two top American technocrats or oligarchs, like what, what, what are we doing? What kind of a government do we have if we're not doing that?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't you can't bitch about the boat sinking if you're not gonna plug up all the holes. Like drop the That's bucket right. and like what are we doing? Let's first stop this. And it's I'm with yeah. you entirely. I mean, I talk about it ad nauseum on here. Um uh 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 Dr not excuse me, Robert Spaulding, uh Brigadier General Robert Spaulding, who I mean, granted you're not running for president, but man, you need to team up with him, man, because there's another guy with an impeccable C V who he might hate the C C P more than you do. And um but did you say you are?
1: I didn't, I didn't say i know who he is oh i thought you said i great. am
0: i was like <gasps> early christmas it's no i'm with you i'm gonna run primary first, one
1: step at yeah, a time
0: yeah very true very true <laughs> baby steps no it, it does need to be seized i mean can we just take now granted you got to be careful with the whole you know you don't want to you know stare into the you stare into the abyss and the abyss stares back you don't want to become the enemy you don't want to become the demon but at the same time man i mean do you got to fight fire with fire in China, you're not a, a U.S. companies, foreign companies. You're not allowed to remove your investment. You're not allowed to in, it, remove your gains. If you are there, you have to give them what is it for like forty nine or fifty one percent of like uh of, of ownership of the factory. They don't get to own, own the factory. If they if if Tommy Corp goes and builds a business in Beijing and then I leave, I, I don't get to own the building. It's they they seize it as a matter of fact. And they also get all intellectual property. They get the keys to the castle when I go over there man if, if, very, if
1: they're a very serious country is whereas the, we yeah, yeah is we're the, just opening we're just opening the floodgates and saying like hey as long as you guys scratch the backs of wall street like you can piss all over our people yeah. come on in i mean that that's essentially the message and like that has to stop
0: well, what i'm saying is is do you have to just do you have to start mirroring them and i don't mean by putting uyghurs in concentration camps but right. i mean do you have to start saying you you bring, you bring your business here, you can't leave it. Uh, you build a, yeah. a factory here, it's ours. You, intellectual property, ours. You're here, you want to go work in Boeing, fine. Tunisia, whoever the hell you, Estonia, you want to come build a, a building in Oklahoma City, we get the keys to the castle. I mean, at, at a certain point, do you have to just go, you can only be, as what is the quote, you can only be as good as the world lets you? If they're doing this, okay. and they've got 1.3 billion people, and they've done $10 trillion of damage to our economy, is that what you got to do?
1: have nothing but various intentions they're fighting they're fighting a war against us they're just fighting economically information cyber all that but mainly economically so why would we continue to enable this I mean and but the answer to to the why is our elites are so corrupt and so uh disloyal to our country that they're willing to play into the hands of the Chinese Communist Party so I think we just have to cut that off we, you know, we, we have nationalistic policies where we seize land and seize assets held by the Chinese Communist Party. We kick them out of capital markets. And then if any of the elites here in the U.S. want to complain about it, we say, fine. And we lay out that case for the American people and say, like, show the American people how deeply in bed our elites are with the Chinese Communist Party. You know, just, I think, lay all that out there and say, because of all this, this is the threat of not having nationalist policies. This is the threat of treating our country just like one big economy and not a sovereign nation. And so now we're going to bring back our sovereignty and we're going to bring back protectionist trade policies, and we're going to bring back an actual nationalist agenda that benefits our people.
0: And it seems, and we keep, we keep talking about higher and higher goals. We're going to do this and then we're going to do that. And it's like, obviously, well, first mm-hmm. you got to win the first. And Hey, I, I love it. I love, you know, people are like, Tommy, you might want to maybe move out of your, par- now I am to be fair. Now I am. They're like, man, you might want to move out of your parents' house before you talk about passing Joe Rogan. And I'm like, hey, big goals. You have big goals. And so I I love it. But um, yeah, you know, everything we're talking about, you know, last time we said it all lies on the, the election because none of this matters. Mm-hmm. I would say that we could we could reevaluate that and you could you could go one step even further to the foundation of this. And it is it's big tech because none of this matters if you and I are discussing this. And it's going into the void. It's shadow banned. You can't. Yeah. Maricopa County audit. They were just banned from Twitter. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, none of this matters. None of this oh. matters. I can go take an enemy as you. I don't know why I'm trying to preach to you. Of course, as you know, it may just cut all the lines. Just scramble the radios. So they can't talk. Just cut out the power. Mm-hmm. They can, you know, they can call in a tactical nuke as long as it's not going anywhere. I don't give a shit. Waltz on in there and dunce them. I mean, none of this matters. Until we're able to talk about this. And it's yeah. when when they can just systematically remove representatives that they don't like, when they can remove the sitting president, when it leads to self-censorship, to, uh, you know, I don't want to talk about this, it's when it leads to all these things, and then it's under the guise of COVID. I mean... At a certain point, I mean, as of the last two days, the VAR system has been down. The vaccine adverse reporting system has been completely down. It went down to, it was 6,000 a week later, it was at 7,500 a week later, 9,000 a week after that, it was at 10,900. And then it only went up 500 last week. And then 48 hours ago, it just went down. And I think it actually says it's down and don't email us. Just straight up. Just, no need, I'm not even making that up. Go to it yourself. It's, it's, no, no need to look here. You don't need to look here. Just don't, over, don't even yeah. look here. It's nothing. It sounds like they're
1: not lying anymore. Yeah, like They just say the quiet part out loud. They're just like, yeah, don't even, don't even look at it anymore. Just like Saki, like we were talking about. Like, yeah, but we were reading your text messages and, and us and Facebook are we're it, we're in together. Like, they're the, the quiet part is completely said out loud right now. It's, like, it's that's the only good thing right now. I think about this time is you don't really have to, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist. You don't have to connect to me. dots. You so you're like, just listen to what they just said.
0: Yeah. It's, it's the mask. Ha- no pun intended. The mask has just come off. You don't even need to. It's their, it's their pissed drunk, right? It's your best friend's pissed drunk. And you just, you don't even need to be covert. Just ask them, be like, dude, are you, are you flirting with my girl? You know, he's face down, jeweling. He's like, it was one time, like you know, it's the mask is off. And not only that, I linked the video of Saki saying that they're doing that to Facebook, which aren't even going anymore because it's a, it's a, it's a. Hey, no, no, no disrespect to my parents. It's a boomer wasteland, all right. I don't even go there, but I go there and plug the podcast. It got removed because it was fact checked as not being true that Saki didn't say that, but it's a video from the white house youtube channel it's so beautiful it is it's so beautiful it's insane it's you know what it's it's i when i look at it and i go they're so stupid and i realize they're not stupid they're demoralizing no. you they're just taking everything exactly right. it's misinformation i'm going to t- exactly right. i'm going to do an episode after this and i'm going to say i've never talked to joe kent in my life like this one yeah I'm breaking the yeah. will it's it has to Yeah. You know. is there now groundwork for that to be a direct violation of the First Amendment. Forget Big Tech and Teddy Roosevelt, he's gone. Forget Section 230, it's Mm -hmm. gonna get tied up in the courts. Is there a direct case now to be made with the First Amendment? And if that's not a clear cut case, I don't know what is.
1: No, I don't think so, I think it's a very clear cut case. I mean, there's so many examples where people have just been deprived of their ability to speak. I mean, look at all the folks, I mean, President Trump, if he wasn't an independently wealthy billionaire and a former president that the media will still give time to, He's been pretty much kicked off his ability to communicate, you know, and you're telling me like if he didn't if he wasn't independently wealthy and have actual hard physical assets, they probably would have gone after his ability to, you know, make a living as well. So I I have friends in the conservative space. I think I told you last time that they've had their ability to continue to make money on the Internet through products they sell through podcasts, etc. They've they've had their accounts shut down. There's been a couple of America first candidates that have had. Uh, Wells Fargo cut them off, like, you know, not even give them any, any notice, just like your account is suspended. They got their money back, but it's a hard thing to get your money out of a bank and start a new account and all that. So the, the First Amendment violations alone, but then you go one step further into how much we need the internet just to exist nowadays and, and to be able to exist digitally. I think it goes on beyond like the, the First Amendment, you know, um, but I think the First Amendment case is very solid there's just so many different there's so many different justifications right now we have for breaking up big tech that i think it's it's criminal if we don't do it
0: now Kenneth, and now i guess just to really make sure we're kicked off youtube i've been i've got you for like five more minutes i you know i've thought about the election nonstop since it happened i was there on january 6th i have an hour of videotape of it i watched the election live and as i said last time it wasn't just that I watched Trump win. I watched my liberal friends watch Trump win. I saw them freaking out. Literally Hitler won, right? So they were saying, right. this is what we get for running Biden. This is what we get, you know, orange man. And like, to me, that was my litmus. I was like, there's the canary. They know he won. And as you said last time, though. He said, you know, that's that's not evidence. That's not a case. That's my, as much as I think it's what happened, I also like Trump and I'm seeing what I want to see. I'm, I'm a human being with, I have my biases and I'm seeing what I want to see. Let's be honest. Ken, when it first happened, I thought it was just like a beautiful coup by like the Chinese Communist Party. Put that in there, put your guy at the top and then it's just a controlled demolition. You take it down, take it down, take it down. The more I look at it, the more I realize, like, well, hold on. Did they really pull a fast one on our multi-trillion dollar defense system and intelligence state? Did they really, you know, mow Larry and Curly, did they really, like, you know, tap you on the shoulder? Uh-huh. We, like, really? Is that what happened? Like, is that what happened? Because if it is, well, that's just embarrassing. You know what? Maybe we deserve to be destroyed. Or was there involvement inside? And if that's the case, how in the world can we fight it Without getting JFK'd, like what can be done to to adjudicate the election?
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's sticky. So I think really soon here, because of everything coming out of Maricopa County, they're kicking them off Big Tech, obviously. <laughs> But coming out of Maricopa County, I mean, there's legislation right now, or not legislation, litigation going on right now in Georgia. to friends that got it there. Same thing in Pennsylvania. The stuff that the numbers that just came out of Wisconsin from Look Ahead America are very telling as well. I think in the next six months we're going to be in a situation where it's going to be clear to people that are willing to objectively look at it that Joe Biden didn't get 270 votes. The question is going to be what's going to happen next. I think it's going to get jammed up in the courts because the left has so much control over all that. I don't. I know there's some really optimistic people out there that are like Trump's going to be back in power. Like I don't think it works that way. I mean, it's unprecedented. So it's going to get jammed in the courts. We. That's why we have to take the country back in 22. And then, as unpopular as it's going to be, Congress has to lay it all out for the American people and actually provide that venue for the full adjudication to say every state, go state by state, show the ballot level fraud. If there's a cyber case to be made, make the cyber case there. Um, you know, I, I think it's possible there was like Chinese Communist Party hackers and all that. I just think in general, there was a lot of low level fraud that took place because culture eats strategy for breakfast every day. There was a culture on the left that you could do anything to defeat literal Hitler, right? You can do anything to defeat literally like Hitler because Hitler is evil. You have to. You're it's your duty. So, and then you flood the zone of unsolicited mail out ballots, you have unsecured tabulation machines you can stick a thumb drive into. You don't have to be a genius computer hacker to mess with something that you can access via thumb drive. and We have some of these Dominion machines that they're like, oh yeah, we tabulated and then we put it on thumb drives and we send it to a central facility. Like that's that's your answer right there. Those things are not secure. But all that needs to be laid out to the American people because right now the left, they're running on complete and total. They have their narrative that this is all fake. It didn't really happen. And they want to be able to suppress it. And we're relying on these courts and all these other public officials who are part of the, the administrative state that is either going, that's either in on taking out literally Hitler or they're embarrassed that they didn't do their job. And I think the embarrassment explains a lot of the conservatives, like the the, the uh, Republicans in Arizona and Georgia that are fighting. A lot of them are changing their tune, if you watch carefully. But that's – a lot of them, I think, are just embarrassed that they, they trusted the system. And now that someone's showing them data that says, hey, you didn't do your job. Like these secretaries of state that are Republicans, now it's back. It's up in their face. And it's like, hey, guy, you just – you didn't even check the dang machines. You didn't even check all the ballot-level fraud that we brought to you. You told us we were crazy. And so now there's a huge hubris and a pride thing. So I, to break through all that, we take back the House and the Senate, and then we fully adjudicate it. We lay it out there for the American people. And it's going to be ugly. The, the left is going to do – they're going to pull out every trick in the book. We saw what they did in 2020. They're willing to burn entire cities. They're willing to kill. They're willing to turn the tools of the state against us. We're seeing that now so i think it's going to be ugly like at this point honestly i hate to say it but nothing's really going to surprise me you know they're going to try and say that any discussion of adjudication is an insurrection they're going to use covid to lock things down again like i it's always darkest before it's light i mean i just think we're in for a huge fight again i wish i could say hey man if we do this one simple thing that will adjudicate the election it's just going to be it's going to be fight after fight after fight
0: oh oh it's oh it's going to be met it's like you know it's growing up with three brothers it's like you know When someone stole like a dollar or something, and no one's admitting to it, and then Dad's like, "All right, everyone come down here." It's like not even Mom, it's Dad, and you're like, "Dude, there's no way we're getting like we're gonna get to the other side of this." But there's it's a circular circular peg and there's a square hole, but there's a dump truck pushing the peg. It's going through. It's just gonna be horrific, and we're all gonna be crying. It's just it's just that's how there is no yeah there's no oh, we showed them, it's going to be screeching, it's going to be Al Sharpton screaming at everyone, it's going to be cities burning down, and it's going to be mostly peaceful, fiery, but mostly peaceful protests. It's going to be white supremacy. It's the internet. Big tech is going to ratchet it up like no other. It's going to be disgusting, but my logic has always been if they're willing to do all of that to stop the outcome, well, then you have to stop. You have to go ahead with it. Because whatever they're doing is worse than this. If they're, if someone's, you know, it's like, it's it's like if someone murders someone and they you know, are they lying about it. Well, if they're willing to murder someone, then they're willing to lie about it. So if they're willing to go burn down a courthouse, guess what? The thing that they're trying to do on the end goal is a lot worse. Burning down a courthouse is an acceptable stepping stone to the end. It's that's what it's going to sure. be if it's hey man if putting jews in a ghetto is bad well, guess where they're going next they're getting on a free train ride that's how it always starts it's there's still one living member of the uh the of uh what's it called who was on the nuremberg trial there's still one living guy and he just did a thing a couple months ago about how uh uncomfortably similar it is to then and um yeah there's no easy way to go uh Really all you can do, anybody listening, if this isn't Shadow Band and it's just me and Mr. Ken talking to each other like morons, go donate to his page. I'll put it up there uh, again. I will donate again. For everybody listening, I am please. dead broke. I'm doing this in my in my little studio apartment. My bathroom's right there, my bed's right there, and my kitchen is right there. It's everything is within. I will donate. And so I ask you everyone that's listening, please don't go buy mm-hmm. any of the shitty merch I put out. Please go donate to his campaign. If you can do $5, do $5. Mr. Kent put $200,000 of his own money forward. Yep, a, yeah. He's been a special forces guy. He's been a CIA commando. This is someone who has already experienced the use of force and power. That's not why he's going to Congress. If he wanted that, I would imagine you'd stay in special forces where you could do that daily. It's – please go support him. As you heard right. at the beginning, this guy if, – if, if there's any – i can sit up here and say oh war is bad eisenhower can ring the bell and say there's a military industrial complex you have direct experience with what it is when we have to keep our forever wars going as we said earlier you are a widower because of it and um it's four fifteen. i will let you go god bless you joe kent Thanks, man. i will donate more money you as i've always said my podcast is your podcast until it's kicked off of wherever and i end up dead i didn't kill myself mr kent didn't kill himself But on the chance I survive, my podcast is yours. I think you're doing the Lord's work. And I think, actually, fuck it. You know, there might be atheists listening. I think you're doing America's work. I think you're doing freedom loving work. That's right. I'm proud to have talked to you. Thank you. Is there anything you want to say before we go?
1: No, man, that's it. I'm just going to keep grinding. I appreciate the opportunity. Anybody can support me. Five, 10, 15 bucks goes a long way. Kevin McCarthy is supporting all the rhinos. So don't give money to the GOP. Uh, Give to individual America first candidates, make them lay out why they're America first. But uh, yeah, I I appreciate all the help, man. It's great talking to you.
0: Absolutely beautiful. And one day when you are president, I fully expect for you to grow at the commando flow. You got to do it. Again. I'll bring back. Yeah, it back. If you back. become president, you got to do that. So there's like an oil painting of you in 200 years in the Capitol. Just that. The must. It was it, go look it up. It's Bye. awesome. Thank you so much. I will uh, email you Bye, the bad. link when it's up, guys. Please go donate. Even if you can only donate a, a dollar, go do it. You got to fight these dirty communists. And uh, God bless you. God bless America. Stay safe, everybody. Mr. Kent, thank you so much yet again. Oh, Recording right. stopped. Right, buddy. Take care.